Listen, about two years ago, I was walking, you know, I, I was walking with my cousin. And uh, this cousin of mine was somebody I used to play with when we were young, my father's sister's daughter. And she had not seen me for a long time. Do you see? Do you have cousins? Yes. You have cousins? Some of you still don't want to open your mouth. Eh? Yeah. It's too much work for you to open your mouth and talk, you see. Oh, <laughs> oh and you don't worry. I have everything under control. So when she saw me, she said, Hey, Oko, I hear you are a bishop. And I didn't mind it. <laughs> I said, oh, it's true. Then she said, give me anointing. <laughs> okay, give me anointing. I said, oh. And we're walking. And she said, hey, Bishop Oko, give me anointing. It was becoming embarrassing. Then at the point when she said, give me anointing. Do you know what question I asked her? Do you want to know? You want to know the question I asked her? Yes. I asked her that if I give you anointing, what will you do with it? What will you do with it? You see, listen very carefully. Do you know that a word, the meaning of a word can change with time? The meaning of a word can change with time. One such word in the church is Anointing. People think anointing is when you put oil in somebody and he falls down. That is anointing. Always somebody Then, please, are those glasses medicated? The glasses on your face, are they medicated? Was it a doctor who gave it to you to wear? Take it off your face. So, the anointing is when the Holy Spirit comes to help you to do what you cannot do. Listen, can you heal the sick? But when you are anointed, that is, when the Holy Spirit comes to help you, you will lay your hands on somebody who is not well, and the person will become well. Or, or you can heal somebody. Can you heal? You cannot even heal a mosquito. <laughs> But one day you will stretch your hand like this and lay it on somebody's head. One of the gifts the Lord has given to me, I don't know why, I use anyway, one of the gifts the Lord has given to me is that when I see a pregnant woman and I put my hand on the stomach, I see the baby.
I don't even want to say why. Because when I say why, God can take it away from me. Because it's not me. Recently, recently I saw one of my choristers. She has been able to hide the pregnancy for a long time. Then one day when she climbed the stage, I said, Hey! So, we were walking. If you know the Kodesh, we were walking. And then she came to pass. I said, Hey, Anita, you've hidden this pregnancy from me. Then I heard her voice. Say, it is a girl. And I said, You have two sons? She said, Yes. I said, This one is a girl. She said, It is true. Why, why am I doing this to my hand? I'm doing this one just... Number one, I don't understand why. And number two, I know that it's not me. But God has decided that he wants me to know that what I am doing, I am not doing it by my own strength. I am doing it by the power of the Holy Spirit. And soon you will come to understand that everything, everything you do for God, everything you do for God, will not be by your own power. Listen, you can do your own power and try and talk, but a point will come you realize that your power is not enough. And because you are so used to yourself, instead of going to God, that's when you start going to malams. I don't need a malam. Is it by force? Listen. Is it by force that when I pray for you, you should, I should see something? Was I not sitting by somewhere where you came? When you came, I said, I'm having a meeting. By the time you come, you'll be blessed. So if you go and you are not blessed, will you take me to police? For what is my charge? I have no power of my own. The power that I have is the power of the Holy Spirit. He does what he wants to do. He is God. He is God. I'm a human being. He is helping me. He is stronger than me. He is mightier than me. I prefer that what I am doing, God is the one doing it than even me, the one doing it. You think anointing is just for healing the sick, blowing people, falling down? Even to teach, like I'm teaching right now. To teach. To teach. To teach. I don't understand how somebody can, can go and he's teaching people and he doesn't care whether he is anointed or not. I know, I, know, I know people like that. They go to church Sunday morning. They have seven children in front of them. And they don't care 
Whether Holy Spirit is there or not, whether they have been anointed to do it or not, they just go ahead, start talking, start talking. Talk. Look, you are not the one who will tell me that I am anointed to teach children. I know. It's not you. You are not the one who will tell me. My fruit is there. Many years. I don't even know why I call it my fruit. The fruit that God has blessed me with. Don't, don't, don't start. If God anoints you, what will you do with it? Is the question I, I'm asking you. Why? Why? One thing that you will do. One. I'm, t- I'm showing the steps to the anointing. Step number one, fill yourself with the word of God. Step number two, pray. Step number three, do something for God. Oh, yes. Bishop Doug Heward Mills, our, our shepherd, your shepherd and my shepherd, the day he received the anointing, the words that he heard in his ears, it was not from today. People will fall down. <laughs> no. He didn't say, from today, people will scream, Ah! Ah! Mecca! 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 <laughs> no. The day the anointing entered into him, and you must, look, I will not tell you the story. You must go and find the story yourself. He heard a voice. And the voice said, From today, you can teach. You can teach. <laughs> uh, receive the anointing. Nobody should ask, Hey, Bishop Oko, how do you do what you do? Stop asking me. How else will I do what I'm doing? How else? Why do you have another method? I don't have any method. <laughs> Zechariah 4 verse 6. Gentlemen, gentlemen, come, come and sit down. Ah, you are going for your Bible. It says what? Then he answered and said, This is the word of the Lord unto Zerubbabel, Saying, not by my, it's an Old Testament memory verse. How many of you know Zechariah 4, verse 6? How many of you know it? How many of you don't know it? <laughs> it's Old Testament. It's part of the 22 things. But from today you will know it. Not, not by might, nor by power, 
but by my spirit. Acts 1 verse 8. New Testament memory verse. Acts. Um, I'm closing. I'm closing with this one. You shall be anointed. Look, I've already shown you, I don't have to go over and over, that God anoints children. How many of you know Acts chapter 2? Acts chapter 2. It's one of the 22 things there. What story will you find in Acts chapter 2? Yes. The story of the day of Pentecost. That's the day when the Holy Spirit was reintroduced into the world. Do you know that on that day there were children in the upper room? I'll show you crying. I will show you crying. There were children in the upper room. Children. How do I know? I know because when Peter was preaching... When Peter was preaching, he said, This is that which was preached or prophesied of the prophet Joel, who said, In the last days, listen, wait, wait, I will pour my spirit on all flesh. Listen, he said, And your sons and your daughters will prophesy. That means that in the meeting, do you have children? Are they here? <laughs> Very good. Come. So you have come to the prayer meeting. Where are your children? Come. Children, children, come. Children, come. Come quickly, quickly. <laughs> come. Why? Well, you know somebody else. You have more children. These two. Are they twins? Uh, okay. One has been eating more than the other. Listen, he said, I will pour my spirit on all flesh. And your, he said, and your sons and your daughters will prophesy. In other words, the people who came for the meeting, some came with their sons and their daughters. Have you forgotten? Have you forgotten? When Peter was locked in prison and they were in a room praying and Peter came to knock on the door, who was the one who opened the door? Was it not Rhoda? A little girl? A little girl? They were in the room praying and Rhoda was in the room with them praying and she was the one who went to the door and she came and told the people, Peter is at the door. In those days, when they go for prayer meetings, they go with their sons and their daughters. That's it. That's it. And the Bible tells us that 
tongues of flaming fire appeared on every body. It didn't appear on the mothers and leave the children. If there were children in the upper room, they too, they received the gift of the Holy Spirit. But wait for this one. And they too, they too, began to speak in tongues. They too. Please sit down. But the third step to the anointing is do something for God. Acts 1.8 Acts 1.8 When I finish reading the scripture, I finished preaching for this camp. It says, And ye shall receive power after the Holy Spirit or the Holy Ghost has come upon you. And you shall lay hands on people and they will fall down. This session. You see there. Is that what the Bible says? And ye shall receive power after the Holy Ghost has come unto you. And when you lay your hand on a pregnant woman, you will see the baby inside the stomach. Ye shall receive power from the Holy Spirit. And ye shall be witnesses. Look, put your hands down and look at me. The first sign of the anointing is that you are somebody who is always talking about God. Are talking about God. Talking. You are talking about Jesus. You are talking about Jesus. The reason why you don't talk, tell your friends about Jesus is because you are not anointed yet. But very soon the Holy Ghost is going to come upon you. And the first sign, listen. Ye shall be witnesses unto me that this is the this is my favorite part. In Jerusalem, in other words, you will talk about Jesus to the people who are around you. And in Judea, that is now you have left where you are and you have gone wider. And Samaria, now you have left your people and you have gone to another group of people, like how I have left Accra and I've come to Kumasi. But 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 the one that you must understand is that, and to because of the anointing, because you are anointed, and to the uttermost, look, uttermost part of the world. It was when I traveled to, I, I traveled to Australia. Australia. Listen, <laughs> do you know aeroplane? Do you know car? How many of you? Your father has a car, and you. How many of you have seen the speedometer? Usually, how fast does the car go? Is it? Your father drives at 180. He, dri- he drives at 180. Or there's 180 on the speedometer. 
He drives at 140, 160. Don't sit in your father's car again, I'm telling you. I'm not lying to you. How many of you, your father drives 80, 90, 100, let me see. But you said 160. When you're, eh, eh, when you're, that's those, you don't let me even say something. How many of you see that the speedometer goes from zero, then it goes 10, 20, uh, then it goes to 80, 100, 100, then you see that now you are going very fast. 120, you are going very fast. 140, 160, then you are going somewhere else. <laughs> Australia. You travel from Ghana to South Africa by plane, six hours. Then when you get to South Africa, you take another plane, which flies for 14 hours. And do you know the speed of the plane? Between 800 and 1,000 kilometers per hour. Yeah. Fourteen hours together. And you are flying over the sea. You cannot say, Driver Gina, Driver Gina, Driver Gina, Metro Trophy. There's no trophy on the sea. You are on the water. Ooh, everybody do. Fourteen hours. Yeah. The day I went to Australia, it was not my school that took me. It was not my tribe that took me. It was the anointing that took me to Australia. To do what? Ye shall be witnesses unto me. Anybody who is anointed, the first sign is that you begin to talk. I said, do something for God. You will be surprised. Just talking about Jesus. He, he sees it as you are doing something for him. Look. What's happening? He's sleeping or she's sleeping. Sit down, sit down, sit down, sit down. I've finished, I've finished. Anybody wants to sleep, in fact, those who want to sleep, you can sleep. It's true. Those who want to sleep, can. I've finished. Like this one who has done this, you can sleep. And so sit up. Sit up and show me that you are interested. Is that how you sit when your teachers are teaching you in school? Uh-huh. But me, I'm the fool. Yeah. If you don't sit like this in school for your teachers, then I am the crazy fool to shut up and let me talk to you. I'm showing you your, your, your mistakes. Because nobody shows you your mistakes. In school, you don't sleep when your teacher is teaching. I am the bloody fool. I should come and look at your sleepy faces. Shame on you. Don't respect things of God. Sit up, everybody. Huh. <laughs> when the anointing comes on you, you start to talk about God. 
Something that you just started in your classroom. Talking to friends. Before you realize, it has taken you to the United States of America. This one, to when I say it, clap. Is that clear? Something that you started in your class, talking to your friends, before you realize, it has taken you to Don Room. Don Room. This one, to when I say it, clap. Is that true? Is that okay? Something that you started, just telling people about Jesus. Telling Jesus. Telling people about Jesus. Before you realize, it has taken you to Wale Wale. To go and pray. May God anoint your generation with the Holy Ghost and with power that you will go about doing good and healing all that are oppressed. For God shall be with you. Father, I pray for every child that is standing and every child whose land is lifted up. I pray in the name of Jesus. May there be a portion of your spirit that is upon them. And I declare, O oh God, that the children hear. As your word says in Acts 10, 44, as Peter yet spake, the spirit fell on them. Lord, me too, as I speak, may the spirit fall on them. Lord, may they please you. May their lives be lived to serve you. Out of this camp, may we get shepherds and pastors and missionaries and evangelists and bishops and apostles. People whose lives will be used to do nothing but to speak your word. We will see them, O Lord. They will do your work. In Jesus' mighty name, I pray. Father, I pray. Because I cannot lay hands on everybody here. May you, by your angels, begin to touch them. Not just now and here, but even as they are going along the way. Touch their minds. Touch their hearts. Touch their souls. Anoint them, Lord. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Father, I pray for your son. Anoint him by the power of your spirit. Use him, O Lord. Use him to confuse the world. Use him to confuse the world. Confuse the world, O God, by him. Lord, may his help be you. May his help be the Holy Spirit. May he be anointed, O Lord. As his heart desires you and searches for you and follows you. 